In this episode of the Church Security Roll Call, we're going to be discussing U.S. Law Shield. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Chris with Sheepdog Church Security, and this is your Church Security Roll Call. Today we're going to be discussing the article, They Have You Covered. If you'd like to read that article, go to our website, sheepdogchurchsecurity.net, and look under the News tab. So let's begin in the Bible as we always do. This one is 1 uh, 1 John 2, verse 1, and it reads like this. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. The reason I like this verse, and it it kind of applies today, is that um, we're going to be talking about the importance of legal representation should you ever have to use force. So this could be using force in defense of your church, your family, maybe just out and about, minding your own business, running errands. This is, you need defense should you ever have to use that. And so that's what we're going to be discussing today. Of course, we do have an advocate with the Father, which we highly rely on. But at the same time, we take common steps, uh, common sense steps in order to safeguard ourselves from these kind of situations. So before I continue, I want to just take a moment and remind you to share this with all of your team. Just Hit that share button, share it to all your friends, family, people on your team, maybe the church staff, other people involved, and then get a copy of our show notes. Because what then you can do is this, is with that copy of show notes and everybody's watching it, next time you're together, you can bring up some talking points, some key points that you might want to review with them. And really, in this case, making sure that they have some sort of legal defense. So... Let's begin in the news as we always, as we often do. Um, let's see. So Battle Creek, Michigan, January 26, um, 2022. So a Cal- <clears throat> the Calhoun uh, County prosecutor, prosecutor decided not to charge a private security guard with second-degree murder. On November 24th, the guard was... Um, removing an unruly patrons from a nightclub after a fight started. Some of them attacked the guard. One of them held him to the floor, beating him after kicking him in the head. The guard, fearing for his life and suffering um, a concussion, pulled out and fired his concealed carry weapon. The prosecutor um, cited Michigan Stand Your Ground Law um, for uh, for counting this as a justifiable homicide. So even though this isn't a church, you can see this kind of playing out, right? There's some sort of disruption at the church. You have to put your hands on them. And then what happens, of course, it turns into a full-on fight. And things change, right? We've talked in the past, especially in basic use of force laws, we've talked about we really have to ask ourselves what level of force are we willing to use depending on on the event because things can spiral out of control. And in this case, it really did spiral out of control to the point where all he could use is deadly force. Now, the thing here is this, is that imagine once again, and we're going to talk about Jack Wilson too here in a minute, but think about this. He's sitting, now it says it happened in November 24th, but it doesn't say the year, and then it says January uh, 26, 2022 is when they decided not to do that. 
I'm guessing this was not done in two months. This was 14 months of this poor guard. Just You can just imagine the emotions grinding away in his stomach and the trouble sleeping. By having legal representation, doesn't mean you're going to sleep like a baby necessarily, but at least you know that you have an advocate out there that's working this for you, that's guiding you and helping you um, to you know through this whole situation. And that's going to help just a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, next one. Chesapeake, Virginia, February 16th, 2017. A 60-year-old Chinese immigrant who spoke little English was playing Pokemon Go. He was shot and killed by a security guard in the parking lot of a community center January 26. The guard, fires, the guard fired several rounds into the man's van when he tried to leave. According to the security contract, the guard should not have been armed. Um, this guard should also, also had a history of aggression. Thousands of people from the community, state, and nation signed petitions demanding the guard be charged. February 16th, he was charged with murder and convicted and sentenced. Um, the victim's family is suing him and the security agent. Now, Wesley puts that in the article and he says, sometimes legal consequences are justified. I'm actually going to go with a different direction. I'm going to kind of chase a rabbit here with you for a moment, if you don't mind. Obviously, a use of force, justified or unjustified, you're going to want legal um, support. That's, that's easily said. But there's something else here that we have to keep in mind. Some of our teams have people with um, aggressive tendencies. Some of us do. And we really need to take a close look at those people. Number one, for people carrying as part of your safety team, have you verified that they are legal to carry? Like, have you seen their concealed carry card? Have you made a copy of it and put it in a file somewhere? You know, you got to put your hands on that thing and make sure that it's absolutely legal for them to have it. The other thing is aggression. There are some people that their answer to everything is a firearm. Um, I, this was a while ago, we posted a, a story about arson. And the comments in the comment section was, this is why you need to carry a gun. And it's like, okay, I mean, what are, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Um, for one, you know, a lot of these arsons happen when church is not in service. They could happen if churches are in service. And then certainly that could be considered deadly force against the people in the church, you know, starting a fire to an occupied building. Um, but a gun is not always the answer to everything. But they'll, they'll talk that way on social media. And that's what you need to do as a leader is go to their social media. And I hate to say this, but we have to do it. We have to look at their social media presence. What are they saying? Are they saying things that could later be used to say, hey, this guy had a prejudice against this type of person? Or this guy has all these aggressive, I'm going to shoot him, I'm going to kill him type comments to other stories or what they post on their own page. We have to check out our team's social media. And then if we find things that are disturbing, we basically have to do one of two things. The first one is really go talk to the guy and say, hey, listen, you need to tone it down on social media. This is not, this is not a place where you want to create a history of aggressive talk 
or anything that could be construed that way because we all know that people can take little things and take it a lot farther. So even though it was innocent, it might not be used innocently later. So we need to be very careful what we're putting on social media um, and we need to talk to team members that need to have that reminder. The other thing is this, is you can delete past posts that you've made. So one of the things I did probably about five, well, five to seven years ago, I'm a horrible judge of time, is this, is they were starting to look at cops' social media. And so what I did is, I, for me, I'm on Facebook. <clears throat> I went to my Facebook page, and I went through, and the first thing I did is I put everything to the privacy settings to just friends. So not friends of friends can't see my posts, only friends. That was the first thing I did. I just locked up my Facebook page. The next thing I did is I went through the history. We're talking years. It took me a day to do this. I went through and I deleted everything that anyone could ever in any slightest way use against me in a court of law. Now remember, it doesn't have to be criminal. When it turns out to be civil, all they have to do is, hey, he maybe he is violent person or maybe he is prejudiced. So I deleted all of that. The other thing I did was this, is I had hundreds and hundreds of friends. And um, I heard a study that they did on social media, and they basically said that the average person can only actually maintain about 100 relationships. Everything beyond that, they start neglecting those relationships or it's people they don't know as well. And so what I did is I went into my Facebook friends you know, list, and I applied what I decided to call the, the food court uh, rule. And so the food court rule is basically this. So I live here in Minnesota. We have the Mall of America up here. If you haven't been there, it's ridiculously large. And the food court rule for me was simply this. If I saw this person across the food court, I recognize them from across the food court, would I push my way through the tables, chairs, and crowds to go talk to them? If the answer was yes, they stayed a friend. If the answer was no, then I got rid of them. And I chiseled it down to about 100 people. And there are 100 people that I know very well. And if I do post something in private on my page that they know me, they understand the context of what I'm saying, and they're not likely to, you know, they wouldn't dime me out, if you will. But still, even then, I keep things very conservative. I'm very careful with social media. So anyway, that's kind of my little, my little rant there. Just a reminder, look at your team's Facebook pages, their Twitter account, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I think of the whole uh, JJWD. I'd change that and said, what would Jesus do? I'd ask, um, what would Jesus tweet? <laughs> and then go look at these sites and talk to people about it. They're representing um, God, Christ. They're representing the church, specific, specifically your church. And then they're representing the team and all that kind of stuff. So we need to be careful on social media. Um, it's kind of, you know, social media should not be used as a confessional. And uh, we need to be careful. The whole world doesn't need to know what you're thinking at any one moment. Um, so anyway, there's that. Other than that, if people continue to behave in that way on social media, even after you talk to them, you might consider removing them from your team in order to protect the church and maybe even yourself from any legal liability 
um, should they go ahead and use force on somebody. And you're the one who lit them on the team, so be responsible. All right, the next one, uh, we've heard this many times. A lot of us are familiar with this. It's Fort Worth, Texas, September 28, 2020. The Tarrant County Grand Jury, jury decided not to indict Jack Wilson, the head of the security team who shot and killed an active shooter who had already killed two church members. Um, he is, in fact, a U.S. Law Shield um, uh, member. And um, they, their, his attorney actually showed up to the church um, while local and state and federal law enforcement officers were still there. So they responded very quickly to him to help him through that. But it still took nine months for him to be um, relieved of the, any stress and pressure because the grand jury had to meet. So basically what it all comes down to, the biggest take home I want you guys to take from all this is just how important it is to have legal protection. And now there are a lot of companies out there, and we're going to be talking about U.S. Law Shield more specifically, but you need to have something, something, anything out there. Make sure that you're reading those contracts, looking very close to make sure you're covered um, for what you're doing, but then get something. Be covered. It's so important because you can just imagine this is going to, if you have to use force in the course of your duties or just out and about, right, just your life, you have to use force. There is going to be legal consequences. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go to jail, but I'm saying there's going to be an investigation to see if you're going to be charged with a crime. Evidence is going to be collected. Statements are going to be taken. That stuff is going to be presented to a grand jury. And these people are not your friends. These people are, you know, it's supposed to be a cross-section of society, but what I'm saying is these aren't people that say, hey, I know this guy. He's a great guy. He would never do anything. These aren't these people. They don't know you from Adam, and they all have different views on use of force. And so they get presented with this evidence and these witness statements and all that kind of stuff, and they're going to decide. And while this is going on, your stomach is churning. You're having trouble sleeping maybe. And hopefully you have an attorney that's standing by to serve you and serve your interests over anyone else. All right, so some things to consider. Uh, all right, let, I'm going to get into the U.S. Law Shield a little bit. So if you're not familiar with U.S. Law Shield, um, basically what they advertise themselves as is not an insurance company. They're not an insurance company, so they don't have any loyalties to stakeholders somewhere where they have to make sure the stocks are up and investments are going good. What they are is they're actually kind of, for lack of a better term, they're kind of like a co-op. So some of you from farms and stuff like that, you know what I mean? It's these attorneys coming together to provide legal protection. So they actually use the phrase prepaid legal services products. And so that's what this is. As a member, you're prepaying, if you will, for the, that legal protection. And so if you ever need them, it's like having an attorney on retainer. You've prepaid. And so that means they come in and they're with you all through civil and they're all through criminal and all through civil. All right, so let's get into um, Jack Wilson's experience just a little bit. And I'm going to review what happened for those of you that may not know, but we'll do a quick little review and just what his experience was with U.S. Law Shield. So on Dem December 29, 2019, during a Sunday morning worship at Freeway Church of Christ in White Settlement, Texas, 
A man wearing a wig and a fake mustache stood up while communion was being served. He approached the server, pulled a shot out a sawed-off shotgun um, from his long coat, and shot the server. Um, a security team member walked toward the shooter, pulling out his handgun, but the gunman shot him before he could take aim. While congregants were pan panicked and running and some ducking their heads down, some dry, um, diving under pews, Jack Wilson, head of the security team, lifted his handgun and uh, got a clear shot. Six seconds after the shotgun was pulled out, Jack fired once, hitting the assailant in the head. It's actually a very good shot. Um, under that stress and all that stuff going on. Um, all of this was captured on live stream cameras, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen that. So city, county, and federal law enforcement officers arrived quickly. The church and the neighborhood were locked down, and security perimeters were set up. They took Wilson's firearm and the, um, the assailants, the bad guy's shotgun. Jack Wilson is a member of U.S. Law Shield. As soon as possible, he called them. Within minutes, attorney Catherine, Catherine Lee Reed um, called. Wilson told her everything that happened. Reed came to the church as soon as she could. At the security perimeter, she had to tell officers that she was an attorney, and they escorted her in. Um, one thing that she was sure of was that with so many agencies involved, the investigation was going to take a long time. Also, state law mandated a grand jury investigation stretching into several months. Um, a day short of nine months, the grand jury concluded that the homicide was justified and there would not be an indictment. Um, through this period, uh, Reed advised and represented Wilson. So once again, here's a perfect shoot, right? If you've seen the video, you know this is a perfect shoot. But it's still nine months. There's still investigations going on. There's statements being taken. There's evidence being collected. You need an attorney who specializes in this kind of thing to be there for you, to guide you, to help you with this situation. And that's one of the good things about U.S. Law Shield. It's not like they're bringing in, you know, okay, you're in this state and we don't have a guy, so therefore, you know, you get a divorce attorney. No, they're... They find attorneys that are qualified and experienced in defending use of force situations. And in this case, too, your Second Amendment rights to carry and defend. And so that's what they're all about. If you're following the law and you're legally caring and you are forced into a situation um, to use force, they're there to help you. They're going to get you through all of this and give you a little peace of mind. Um, like I've said a million times, if you carry or you believe at any point in your life you're going to have to use some level of force. And that could be defensive spray. That could be a, you know, a punch to the chops. Whatever it is, they cover all those uses of force, even though their focus is on deadly force using a firearm. That's, but that's key. That's one of the great things about them. So U.S. Law Shield, um, it, it basically started in Texas. It used to be called Texas Law Shield. And what it was was a group of lawyers got together and they were seeing this need. And so they kind of built that co-op, if you will, to provide defense to people that are, you know, being, you know, it's kind of the good guys now accused of a crime. So what are we going to do about this? But as time went on, their reputation kind of got out there. They started spreading across the country. And right now they're in all states except for four. Um, they're not in Alaska. They're not in Maine. They're not in New York. And they're not in Rhode Island. 
Um, maybe they will be one day, but as it stands, if you're in those four states, you're definitely going to have to find some other legal protection product to serve you. And there's a lot out there. You just have to shop around. One of the things I would recommend, though, is that you really read those contracts, even from U.S. Law Shield. You need to completely understand what you're signing and what you're paying for. There are insurance companies out there that their loyalty is first to the stakeholders of the insurance company, then to the church that they're, you know, that or the person that they're covering. And so think about that process there. They're not, if they cut you, if basically if they can cut you loose in order to protect the stakeholders, they will. So be very careful with insurance companies. Some of them have exclusions for um, basically if you put yourself in a position like you do as a safety team member that increases your chances of being involved in a use of force incident, they won't cover you. The other, So you make sure they don't have that exclusion. The other thing that you have to look for is some insurance companies will cover you, but if you're found guilty of any crime, even a misdemeanor, um, during that criminal phase, then they won't cover you for the civil. And so now when you still need serious protection, right? Because they want to sue your house away, your car away. They want to sue you into poverty. You still need an attorney. And for your insurance company that you thought was going to be with you to cover you, finally says, we're out. Good luck. That's not what you want to hear. Where U.S. Law Shield does stay with you. So if you get that disorderly conduct charge or whatever it was, then they're still with you and so your house is going to be protected. At that point, it's my understanding they often switch types of attorneys because there's a big difference between a criminal attorney who specializes in use of force and an attorney that specializes in that civil side where they're trying to sue you. So definitely check it out. Now, full disclosure here is I am an affiliate of uh, U.S. Law Shield. And so if you go into the description under this program and you click that link and you decide to get U.S. Law Shield, I actually do get some money from that. It doesn't change your price at all. It just, they send me a few bucks my way. Um, but that's not what this was all about. The takeaway has to be this, get coverage. Get some sort of legal coverage, not only for yourself, but for the church as well. We're not talking about the church today. We're just talking about you because ultimately it could be you, right? It could be you. And if the church has insurance and has an attorney, great. Add them to my table. You know, sit them down next to my U.S. Law Shield attorney. And, you know, then they can work together on it and, you know, take care of it. You know, whatever. You know, I don't care. I'll... I'll I want my table to look like O.J. Simpson's table. It was swarming with attorneys. <laughs> That's what I want my table to look like too, should I ever be in court. But um, either way, like I said, just make sure you get it. If you use the affiliate link, I do get paid. That would be awesome. That would be great. Help offset some of the costs of this program. But once again, that that's not what this is all about. Make sure you're covered. Other than that, you know, if you like this video, please like, share. We've already talked about sharing it with your entire team, but like, share, comment. You know, if you have another insurance company or some other legal protection, you want to put that in the comment section of, you know, who you have. I imagine there's a lot of uh, USCCA people out there. Um, maybe I'll do a program on them one day. I don't know. Um, but, you know, put those in there so other people can see that 
this is not some rare thing that only a few crazy people buy or pay for. This is something that a lot of us get because we know the importance of it. So like, subscribe, all that good stuff, share. And um, other than that, thank you so much for watching this show or listening to this show. And hey, let's be careful out there. This program is made for informational purposes only and should not be taken as legal advice.